Good morning. Today we're talking about Luke chapter 1, um, the second part, and these are reflections on the Advent season, on this amazing story of Jesus' birth and the implications for us. Today I'm in verses, I think, 5 through 20, something like that, 5 through 21, <clears throat> and we hear the story of Zechariah, John the Baptist's dad. Now, John the Baptist's dad was a, uh, a priest, and he was, uh, the, the, the scriptures say he was righteous before God <clears throat> and walked blamelessly in the commandments. So he was a pretty good guy, definitely better than me, and did what God, well, at least what the commandments told him to do from what he could read. And he was married, married to his um, wife, Elizabeth, and they had no child, and they were old. So here was a guy faithful in his work, uh, looks like he was faithful to his wife, and probably wanted kids, but didn't have them. And he was chosen to go into the temple to burn incense, that was one of the jobs, but I guess you were chosen by lot, and I'm sure there's a reason why that was uh, done that way, but I don't know it. <clears throat> and while he was in there, an angel appeared to him. And an angel is obviously something <laughs> you don't see every day. Um, my best understanding was that they are very large uh, and very imposing, sort of eight feet plus. And the, the Bible says that Zechariah was troubled and fear fell upon him. So here you have an angel that's, that's just come. <clears throat> Zechariah obviously sees this, this thing as something not normal and is afraid. Then the angel says, hey, hey, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you should call his name John. So here's a guy who has been praying, obviously, that he would have kids and he gets a direct message from God saying, hey, I've heard your stuff, heard your pleas, I want to give you what you're asking for. Amazing, right? I think if I was asking for something that big and then I got a DM from, from God, <laughs> for sure I would have been excited. But guess what? John wasn't. He acted a little bit differently. Further down, <clears throat> um, John actually, or sorry, Zechariah actually responds to the angel. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much, I'm really excited, he says, how will I know this? For I'm an old man and my wife is advanced in years. <clears throat> See, Zechariah, or, um, the angel had been telling Zechariah about the details of his son's birth. Not only he said, hey, I'm going to give you a son, as if that's not good enough, but he also said, your son is going to be an amazing figure, and one that you surely know because you're a priest, right? And you're a priest, and if you know your Bible, which you, your Old Testament, as you probably do, uh, Isaiah 40, Malachi 3, I'm going to use the same words to tell you about this uh, son of yours. And Zechariah said, how shall I know this? And <clears throat> then the angel has to correct him and says, listen, I'm coming straight from God. I stand in his presence, and he told me to come and tell you. So now... Because of your unbelief, I'm going to discipline you, and you will be silent and unable to speak. And my question for you today is, are you 
<clears throat> are you full of um, faithless questions <laughs> um, and unwilling to even consider this Advent story? Like you're not, so the questions you ask aren't even real questions, they're more like uh, objections. Or are you hungry, maybe just a little bit, and you want to know some things? And my challenge to you today is to not ask questions without faith, like Zechariah, but to ask questions with the hope that potentially this story is true. And again, I want to point you to the fact that this story is true. We'll see you next time for part three.